This is KWRD 1470 and 98.5, and it's time for Out to Pastor, a weekly show that takes a look back at recent events around Henderson and Russ County and looks ahead at some of the events coming up around the area. It's Out to Pastor. Now, here's Jamie Holmes and Matt Golson. Matt, the music started, and this is like being home again. It is. Oh, so nice. Back in the studio here at KWRD. Just get back in my chair. <laughs> the pastor. It's the, the season three mid-season premiere. Yeah. Wow. And it's going to be big today. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. It's almost like we went back and just grabbed two of the biggest stars, two of the biggest guest stars we've ever had on the show. Right. Rolled them into one episode to kick this thing off for the spring season. Well, it's it's similar to what we did last year. Oh man, with uh, Mark Hedrick, Mister Coffee, the brouhaha, the brouhaha, the big one, and Mister Sippy, Mister Sippy. <laughs> so it's it's similar to that. It's similar. We, we've 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 played with a couple of different names for this episode. Yeah, <laughs> we've. I've suggested most recently, it's bulls and boars. Bulls and boars, yeah. Bulls and boars, and this morning it hit me also. A little more light note. Bulls and boars and pink eye. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason for all that. Bulls yeah. and boars and pink, pink eye. eye. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Man. Well, Matt, the Groundhog came out. We we didn't premiere last week for Groundhog Day. Right. We had a little couple day jobs got in the way. But the Groundhog didn't see a shadow. And you know what that means. Six more weeks. <laughs> About to pass. <laughs> you thought you could escape it. Yeah, nope. So, nope. yeah, Groundhog Day was a big deal around our house. I actually, we took a little road trip up to Fayetteville. On the way up there in a little town in Oklahoma, I saw a handmade sign on a wooden stake tacked into the ground, pointed to the right that said, I'm not making this up, Groundhog Supper. This way. <laughs> and I almost had to turn back because I thought, what, you know, with what, my history of reading signs, it's possible it did not say that at all. But if it but did. I think it did. What, what exactly does that mean? I'm not sure. It could mean several things. <laughs> <laughs> if we'd been a little closer to Louisiana, I would thought it was a gumbo recipe. Right. But Oklahoma, edge of Arkansas, it could actually have been sort of a celebration of Groundhog Day that didn't actually involve eating any Groundhog Day. Could be. But it, it was Oklahoma. It, it was, and as I've showed you, I, I have here. <laughs> You've in my got hand, to talk about this. I have here in my hand a, a, I'm not even sure what word to use. A very interesting publication I picked up there at the gas station. Yeah, it's it's a newspaper. Is it a weekly or monthly? It looks like it's. It says it's the fourth Saturday of every month, so it's a monthly. <laughs> it's a monthly for two dollars. You can pick up, folks, a copy of Jailbirds. Jail, wait, Jailbirds. Jailbirds, which is your local source. For the recently arrested. <laughs> and the headline on this particular issue, which, this is what caught my eye, was the headline says, Stanky Leg. Stanky it's Leg. Stanky Leg. Followed by a very flattering mugshot. Um, you're, you're a lawyer. You have to say that. That's right. Of a young man, it says, is a jail employee who claims he was set up by law enforcement. After he was arrested on December 7th, December 27th, after authorities located a prosthetic leg of his that was filled with methamphetamine <laughs> at the prison. <laughs> That's your food service but he, supervisor. But he said he was set up, right? He was set up. I mean, that just stinks. <laughs> <laughs> they were, he says, out to get him because he had uh, 
complained about some uh, improprieties there at the prison. And he, so he had the drugs in his prosthetic leg. In his prosthetic leg. Uh, two large Tide bags containing a crystal-like substance that had been found in his leg. He said no, he had been set up after he filed a grievance. He was placed under arrest and transported to the jail, where he's now featured on the front page of Jailbirds. So, well, wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know? <laughs> so with that context, I'm not entirely sure what the Groundhog Supper may have been. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they were celebrating the Jailbirds. It could have been. But that wasn't even the best stuff that I saw on this road trip, man. I'm telling you, we saw in broad daylight, just driving through the neighborhood over there, Emily's driving the car, and she's, hey, look, a beaver. And I turn and look. There's a beaver waddling across the street in the middle of town in the middle of the day, dragging his little tail behind him. <laughs> what? what, what? <laughs> a beaver. So actually, I said to myself, I said, why did the beaver cross the road? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> why? To get to the other damn side. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm thinking. <laughs> Anyhow. Well, that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, but, you know, but to me, that and that just all of that, Matt, just pales in comparison to what happened right here in, in Henderson, well, Texas, on Tuesday. Right, okay, so so Tuesday was a big day for our nation. Woo. There was uh, an event that night. It was America, uh, a, a national event that night. Yes, um, you you had a. A circus, we could say, up in D.C. There was a circus on TV. <laughs> there was a circus on, but there was a bigger circus here. There were, and the circus in D.C. was filled with those federal swine. We're going to be talking right. About. We're going to talk about those federal swine. There were no federal swine involved in the circus in Henderson. Okay, but okay. it was even bigger than that. It was even wow. I'm telling you, folks, if you didn't catch the Garden Brothers Circus at the Russ County Expo Center on Tuesday night, you have missed the show. <laughs> I, I sent you the ticket earlier in the week. Yes. And it had on there all of this hyperbole. How about that? Uh, well. It's a big talk. Well, maybe. I mean, it could be true. It, well, it looked like it. It said, what did it say? It said, world's smallest horse. And what did you say? <laughs> no. Nay. Nay. <laughs> it said, largest <laughs> elephant on earth. And you said, no way. Mm-mm. It's a Chinese acrobat. No, no. No, there's no way. That's not, I'm telling you, it was there. Now, I pulled in the parking lot. Well, first, let me back up because I'm going to give you the whole context. This was all-American day for me. So it started with I had a Frito pie for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all-American. That's a good start. Yeah. Then I headed over about uh, 7 o'clock to the Expo Center. All right, now, when I pull in the gate, there's a young man standing in the parking lot with a podium, which looks suspiciously like he's charging you to park your car there at the county fairgrounds, which struck a few people, I think, as unusual. The car ahead of me was in a spirited discussion with him about having to pay to park their car, and then they moved on. So I pulled up next, and the young man, I said, how much to park the car? He said, $5. I said, $5? He said, yeah, I know, everybody's fussed, but I said, man, that's a bargain. He said, you think so? I pointed at the expo and I said, dude, is there an elephant in that building? <laughs> he says, he says, bro, the biggest elephant on earth. I said, bro, take the $5. Take the $5. <laughs> I'm in. So I get in, 
Which was not easy, by the way, because even though you saw those tickets around town where it said free tickets, that's if you buy the full price ticket, which was $28. I figured, well, you know, $5 park, 28 bucks to get in the door, you know. I swing by the popcorn stand on the way to the seats. Well, yeah, you have to have popcorn. You smell or it. Peanuts you or have something, it. yes. So I learned at the circus when you pay cash, you don't ever wait for change. Because I'm not sure how much the popcorn actually was, but I gave the guy $10 and he said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if everybody else paid 10 bucks for popcorn, but I did. Still got to my seat. Now I'm into this thing now for what? 43 bucks? I'm telling you, best money I've spent on entertainment. I don't know how long. The clown was fantastic. The Chinese acrobats were there. They were fantastic. It was a little bitty horse. Now, I can't right. verify it was the smallest horse on earth. It's the little horse I've ever seen. Really? It's little. And, and there was a, a huge elephant. And I'm telling you, at, at halftime, they bring out this elephant for the kids to ride. And I look at it and I say to myself, that is not the world's largest elephant. And I feel a little cheated. I'm going to be honest. The elephant goes backstage after halftime. They start the show back up. And then late in the show, they roll out those big footstools the elephants stand on. And you're like, I've seen this elephant. Lights go down. The music comes up. The curtain parts. And I'm telling you, brother, an elephant came through that curtain like you ain't ever seen. That's the biggest elephant I've ever seen in my life. He was huge. He'd probably been back there eating some supplements. <laughs> I think that he had, had him it. hidden in his trunk all the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the thing was big. Now, like I said, I can't verify it's the biggest elephant on earth, but that is the biggest elephant in Russ County, I'll guarantee you. Oh, yeah, I would say definitely in Russ County. That thing was huge. And so I figured, you know, I got to find some way to top this evening off. I had a Frito pie for lunch, I had a $43 circus experience with $10 popcorn. What am I going to do away home? 9.30 at night, stopping at Denny's and getting waffles, baby. That is the <laughs> perfect ending. The perfect ending. So I actually sat, ate some waffles and a Grand Slam at Denny's, was able to see the Federal Swine Circus on TV as I wrapped it up. Perfect ending of a big day. And that was much better than my All-American Day. The circus in D.C. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have Frito Pie. No. I really wanted the popcorn to watch the show. Yeah. No waffles. No waffles. No huge... Well, there might have been some animals up there, but that's a whole other story, so... Uh, the one on TV would probably end up costing you more money than the circus here <laughs> yeah. cost me anyway. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what to do. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to kick off... Yeah, because we got to get to our guests. we got to get to our guests. The, the people are not turn, tuning in to hear no, us no, right no. now. It's, it's this bulls and boars and Bulls and boars. Oh, my. Oh, my. All the details are coming up next. It's on KWRD, out to pasture, 1470 and 98.5 FM. What's the difference between Strong Hurt Pharmacy and the rest? It's the difference between doing business with a trusted friend or someone just doing a job. Tommy Strong and Cliff Hurt believe there's more to running a business than just making a sale. Strong Hurt Pharmacy is a good neighbor pharmacy, so they go the extra mile to make sure their customers are well taken care of. Things like free delivery in the city limits or taking after hours emergency calls to getting to know their customers by name. You can't beat Strong Hurt Pharmacy. 111 East Main Street, downtown Henderson.
Lisa grew up. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I didn't know Trey was in the studio today. We're bringing out everything, all the stops today. It's the Out Pastoral Orchestra with the Lonely Bull. Frank hit some high notes there. With, uh, with the little vocals there by Trey Segura. Yeah. Surprise today. Yeah. Well, hey, Jamie, you know, I was thinking about that first elephant. Yeah. Much smaller, not the world's yes. largest elephant. Junior elephant. Junior elephant. You know, I, I bet he has a complex. Why? Well, the ticket's talking about this world's largest elephant. They bring him out for the kids to ride. And then the show's all about the big one. Yeah. And he probably just feels like he doesn't matter. Just kind of like he's irrelevant. <laughs> I just feel bad for him. Irrelevant. <laughs> Reminds me of the guy that fell into the upholstery machine. Did you hear about that? Oh, the no. guy was walking through the factory and he fell into the upholstery machine. They thought he was not going to make it, but he, he recovered. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking for a way to use that one all week. All on the line, standing by, folks. Now, <clears throat> when you hear the, the Out to Pastor Orchestra performing The Lonely Bull, what comes to mind? What person in town would come to mind other than our next guest, good neighbor, stay form date pal, Dave? El Toro. He recovered? Really? <laughs> Dave's still recovering is what it is. Yeah. yeah. I am. We reached I way am. back for that one, Dave. Well, I appreciate you sharing it with me today. That is very exciting and uh, a good lead-in. Now, Dave, we want you on the show because we got an event coming up this weekend out at the Bar None that we have got to learn all the details on. Oh, Yeah. Now, yeah. this, this is called the testing of the bulls? Testing of the bulls. Now, ex- that is correct, sir. Explain that to me. Well, uh, any good rancher knows that uh, 50% of the genetics of his whole herd are tied into the uh, to, to his herd sire, the bull. Okay. And that uh, the, the good genetics are passed down to the next generation and you know that that herd sire has a lot of uh jobs that he has to do out there i see you got that (laughs) one of the things that uh is really important is to test your bull on an annual basis okay you got to make sure that they're productive okay okay Okay, right. so if a bull isn't productive, what happens? Your, your herd it becomes a barbecue? <laughs> yeah, your herd doesn't expand. I mean, he might as well be a steer out there eating grass, right? Yes, that's it. Okay. He's taking up space. He's just taking up space. He's not reproducing. Uh, he he is he is costing you. He is not giving back. So the testing of the bulls is an event uh, and actually, this is our 10th annual Testing of the Bulls event. Uh, and it's an event that is an all-male event, and it's designed to challenge and inspire men to be more productive in their roles at home and work. Well, I like that, Dave. So, they, you know, we're, we're called to be the kind of men that we're called to be in Christ, to reproduce Christ's teachings uh, in our individual lives. So this event is designed uh, to bring just men together to uh, fellowship and to uh, encourage each other to fulfill our individual roles in, in our family and our work life. Now, I love what you're telling me. Now, what's going to happen out there? 
Oh, how are we going to well, test these guys out and encourage them to do better? Well, you know, one of the things that we do, I mean, I just kind of walk down it. At 5 p.m., there's going to be a meal. Well, and um, Will there be steaks served? There, there will be a form of beef served. <laughs> I'm just, yes. just curious. <laughs> uh, I think we've got right now 400 pounds of calf fries that are being performed. <laughs> uh, and, and, of course, if that's not your thing, we will also have brisket tacos and, and some other goodies out there as well. Man. So, uh, will you have any it, Frito pies? Frito pies probably will not be there because... Uh, you know that that isn't necessarily on our <laughs> well I was on, just, our, on our menu. I, I was hoping for Jamie. I don't even want to ask about waffles. That ain't happening either. Uh, waffles will be the next morning. <laughs> oh, so, oh, there you go. <laughs> and, yes. and in the morning, I'm cooking waffles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, so after the meal, what, what we're going to expect next? We're going to have uh, three three speakers, two guest speakers, and our very own Jason uh, Taylor uh, will be will be speaking as well. Uh, one of the guest speakers is Terry Holland. Uh, Terry is from Carthage. Uh, he was a, uh, a longtime professional bull rider, very successful. He's a, a, a role model in his own right. Uh, he is now. Um, uh, in a teaching role for for others, he's also a writer, uh, and he's very inspirational. Is he a bull rider or a bull writer? He uh, yes, that is correct. <laughs> yeah, he, he is both. Not yeah, a ghost he, rider, a bull rider. He's a bull. He was, rider. He was a bull rider, and now he's, now a, bull he's a bull rider. rider. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's correct. And he he is really awesome. I've heard him a couple of times. Um, Will his speech be longer than eight seconds? Probably so. Okay, I was just wondering. I've heard I've heard him before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, we got Strand Smith. He's going to come down now. He's a tie down roper. What? PR, PRCA world title in 2008. Uh, he's been to the NFR uh, uh, eleven different times, and, wow. and he's got a great message to share with us as well. Now, Dave, for folks that want to participate in this, what do they need to do? Well, they need to show up. I mean, the thing is, this is all free. There is no cover charge. The food is free. What? The, the, every, everything about this is free, uh, just like your salvation if you choose to, uh, to reach out and receive it. Just so, come, come and get your love. Just come and get it. And at 5 o'clock on Saturday, we're going to start uh, the feed. And then at six o'clock, uh, we will we will start with uh, the program itself. Now, how many folks have you had turn out for this program in the past, Dave? Well, look, we've we've had different uh, guest speakers in uh, in the past, and I, I think there was somewhere around twenty five hundred there last year. Twenty five hundred? Um, is that? Did I, I hear that correct? Yes, sir. That, that is wow. correct. And, and when Phil uh, Duck Dynasty, uh, we had him come out a couple of years ago, and I think there was over four thousand people that showed. <laughs> I know we had forty four hundred plates, and we ran out feeding people. So, wow! You know, My it, it was goodness. pretty amazing as well. Well, Dave, that is a fantastic program, brother. And I hope you get. I bet you will get a huge turnout again this weekend. I think 
think we will. I think we will. It's going to be fun. Uh, bring bring your brother, bring you know all ages of men. Uh, just just come out and enjoy yourself. Now we we need to mention, Dave. The reason that we've got you on the telephone here, there's a, a specific reason for this that plays <laughs> right into our theme today. Yes, you, it wasn't safe for you to join us today. Well, we thought that it wasn't safe. Uh oh. But I woke up in a whole different light this morning. <laughs> <laughs> False alarm. It may have been a false alarm. We don't know may really have what been. happened. We, we thought that maybe I had a little case of the pink eye. Uh, I know you called it the stank eye yesterday. Well, that but, goes on uh, with stanky leg there. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> but, uh, you know, may, maybe it was just allergies. I put some allergy drops in it and woke up this morning and just felt like everything was wonderful. Well, you know, you and I are so, both in the business of managing risk, and I just felt like... You know, the State Farm agent giving the lawyer a case of this pink eye is probably just not the way to go on this thing today. Well, we we did decide to mitigate our loss, which is an insurance term designed to reduce the risk to pass on to others so Absolutely. that it doesn't spread. And I, you know, I thought that was a, a, a better call than potentially uh, spreading the joy to y'all. Yeah, I believe in re- ordinary ordinary care, reasonably prudent man. That's where I am, Dave. Hey, can I can I go over something else real quick? Please do. Okay. In, in case y'all didn't know, and I haven't talked to you about this, but I'm going to take the opportunity. The Rusk County Mounted Patrol. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows about the Rusk County mm-hmm. Mounted Patrol, right? Mm-hmm. In the sure. sheriff's office, where the guys on horses that are out there at the football games, at the parades. You see us. We do search and rescue. We're we're heavily involved. They are actually having a sporting clay tournament. Um, on March the 30th, and if if anybody is uh, as a fundraiser uh, for for our unit, which is 100% funded by the individuals on there, we care for our own horses, all of our tack gear, and we're we're trying to get some gear put together for like bulletproof vest um, for for the individuals on there. So if if you feel like putting together a team to shoot uh, sporting clays uh, for that March 30th event, we would, uh, you know, come see me or uh, John Randolph or Harvey, Harvey Cox, Mike Brightwell. We, we all got sign-up sheets, and we're, we're ready to have a great time out there. Now, one more thing. That's going to be great, too, Dave. But before you go, you got to tell us, pull this thing together, because I've already told my elephant story from the circus this weekend. Yeah. And is it true that you have made arrangements to um, work out some kind of a deal with those circus folks in the Expo Center? Well, I'm I'm working on it currently. I mean, I I, I felt like that the quality of uh, the excrement that those elephants might be good for hay season <laughs> if we could get that out on the fields. Um, I'm, I, I'm telling you, those are going to be some huge bales of hay. <laughs> going to be massive, maybe the biggest on earth. We'll have to get Jamie Suggs back on there for the hay show <laughs> yeah. next year. Yeah. Something, he's going to say, it's something in the water. I'm going to say, it's not the water. <laughs> well, Dave, take care of that pink eye, brother, and get well. All right, buddy. We'll see you out there this weekend. Thank you. There you go, man.
Good neighbor, yeah. Dave Powell. He's doing the good work out there, man. Yeah, yeah good work. Man, good news. Show. All right, let's take one more quick break, because when we come back, we still got more. Got more. We got more. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> it's bulls and boars yeah. and the pink eye. It's out to pasture, KWRD 1470 and 98.5. Looking for the best burger in town? Well, look no further, because the all-new Max Burgers in Henderson is now officially open. Located in the heart of Henderson, just off the downtown square at 106 West Main, Max Burgers uses nothing but the best, all locally sourced, fresh certified Angus beef. With your choice of a one-fourth pound patty or go big with a half pound. And with the different burgers that Max has to offer on the menu, you are guaranteed to find one that will satisfy your burger craving. Max Burgers, open Tuesday to Saturday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. That's Max Burgers, 106 West Main in Henderson. You hear that? It's the Big Pig song! There was a pig, and he was big. He liked to dig and wear a wig. He did a jig and ate a fig. He was a big, big we got to work with the unpasture. <laughs> was that Trey? That was Trey again. We've got to get with the out to pasture musical research staff about our soundtrack. But I am impressed at his vocal range. <laughs> Very impressed. Just saying. Hey, did you know, uh, I don't know if Dave's told you the story about what happened to him. I don't know that he has. Well, uh, a couple of months ago, you know, Dave's a very religious man. Sure he is. You know, good guy. And uh, a very devout religious cowboy. And he was out about two months ago mending his fences. That's good. And while he was out there, he uh, he lost his Bible, his favorite Bible. I don't know. And uh, so that was about a couple of months ago, about three weeks after he lost that Bible. He'd searched everywhere for it, couldn't find it. About three weeks after he uh, lost his Bible, a bull walked up to him carrying the Bible in his mouth. A bull. A bull. A bull. And Dave couldn't believe his own eyes. I mean, he couldn't believe it. He, he, he took the Bible from the bull's mouth, raised his eyes heavenward, and exclaimed, It's a miracle! It is a miracle. It is. Well, kind of. Not really, said the bull. <laughs> Your name's written on the inside cover. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, that so, bull had been tested. He'd had been tested. He had passed. He had but, passed but, the test. But now we're moving to the big pigs. Now so We had um, the big elephant. And now the big bull. <laughs> and now, <laughs> now the, a lot of bull. A lot of bull. Now the big pig. Now we're back, Matt, to one of our favorite topics, and it's those federal swine. The federal, yeah. The federal situation swine. has not stabilized since last year. No, I mean, I saw it on Tuesday night on TV. I think, if anything, it's gotten worse. It's gotten worse. It's more contentious, more swinish. That's why we brought in Boss, Boss Hog. Hog. Here we go. Let's go live on the phone to Tara Griffith, our own Boss Hog. Tara, are you there? I'm here, y'all. Tara, we're going to need some help with this whole federal swine problem that just continues to be out of control across the country. And I understand that you guys are taking the first steps this weekend to try to get this thing under control again. We are. Um, this weekend is the fourth annual T.G. Wild Hawk Roundup. Um, they are ready. They can start hunting in the morning. The phones have been ringing. The guys have the dogs ready. Callers charged, the hawk spotted, they're ready to bring them in. Sponsors are lined up. Sponsors are lined up. Appreciate Alex Pastor and Jamie Holmes for doing that. Yeah, um, you got a little check there. Other sponsors. 
That's yes, right. I did. A lot of good sponsors for this program. That For folks that don't remember now, just kind of give us the overview. What's actually going to happen on Saturday? Um, well, f- tomorrow morning is when it starts. That's they right. can start hunting in the morning. Um, Sunday is the final weigh-in. Um, teams from all over will bring in hogs. Last year we had over 376 brought in. Goodness. Um, over in that's that a lot was, of bacon. I had twenty four teams signed up last year, but I think about twelve showed up to the weigh in about half. So, and they had three hundred seventy six hogs that I weighed in. Wow! And that's not even counting ones that were still left in the woods or didn't make it to the weigh in. Oh, so um, that that's a lot of hogs. We're hoping for an even bigger <laughs> year this year. Hey, there were there were lost hogs. <laughs> there was lost hogs, y'all. <laughs> well, this is, this is three little pigs building houses in the woods. They didn't show up for the weigh-in. They, well, they the didn't want to go to market. <laughs> Well, that that brings me out. I wanted to ask you, Terry, because I took a minute and looked over the rules for this contest. You know, the lawyer in me, I had to read the release and the rules last night. Mm-hmm. And I noticed several of these rules were interesting to me. Are you telling me that the hogs must be dog caught? They must be dog caught. And the rule says dogs may not be roped, run over, trapped, or drugged. You can't drug the hogs. Yeah, you you can't tranquilize them. You can't rope them. You can't just catch them in a pen. They have to be bayed or caught by catch dogs, running catch dogs. You can't just. You would be surprised at how many of these guys. You know what steel wrestlers do at a rodeo, right? Yes. They bulldog those steers. Right. There's multiple teams out there that will bulldog a hog in the middle of a pasture. What? Well, yes. Is it bulldog or is it called pig dog? Well, it is. It's piggybacking. I mean, they just piggyback. <laughs> <laughs> and they literally wrestle the hog down without any dogs, and they tie it up. But that is illegal in my tournament. Has <laughs> that been a illegal. real problem in the past? It is. It was a. It, it was a problem last year. There was a lot of um, teams last year that that did that. They were roping roping pigs out in the pasture without using dogs. They were jumping on them, running them down, um, using You're night vision me and thermal. You to had try to a, get them. a literal problem with people jumping on the backs of hogs, run and piggybacking. You you yes. like, you can't do that. You had such a problem. You had to tell them to stop. I had to tell them to stop. That's yes. crazy. I don't think I've ever been told not to jump on the back of a wild federal swine. Yeah. Me, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do. And I just, it, I mean, it blew my mind. It it, it really did. But, now, but uh, is that why you have the polygraph test at the weigh-in? And is the polygraph for the people roping or is it for the hogs? <laughs> I just need to know. <laughs> the polygraph is for the, is for the hog hunters. The hunters, um, okay, not the hogs. Mm-hmm, the hunters, okay. not the hog. I don't know if they could pass a lie detector. <laughs> well, is, so is, does everyone get get a lie detector test at weigh-in, or just the ones that, that give you the funny look? Uh, no, the winners, um, I pick one member from each team, um, from the champion team and our longest stringer team, and if they don't pass the polygraph, then it moves on to the next team. I at least give three polygraphs out. Uh, they take about 45 minutes apiece. 
And um, you know, if they fail, then their their this team their team is disqualified, and it's they like don't the, get the title. Those college students late to class or miss that test, and we had a flat tire, and the professor put them in different corners, like which tire was flat. Yeah, yeah, that's what's that's happening right. here. <laughs> so you yeah. have the polygraph exam. No, I don't. I have a I have a polygraph, um, or a certified polygraph guy come and um, he's actually a polygraph and investi- and private investigator. Um, Is this Magnum PI that does that? Yeah. Wow. They they hook them up to a machine and it tells their heart rate. Um, you know, he'll ask them just questions. Um, they'll take his driver's license. If you're doing a polygraph, verify, you know who is. If you're doing a polygraph on me after these hogs, I've been involved with them, my heart rate is going to be up, just so you know. Okay? I think <laughs> yeah, that's some, natural. Some of them will, but that's why they ask, you know, questions just like, is your name Matt Golson? Yes. Well, is your asking. name, you know, do you live in Henderson? <laughs> Are you married? Simple stuff to see how they react to just regular questions, and then they start asking them questions about the hunt, and if their heart rate starts moving and they can tell that you know something is fishy about that question they'll kind of extend on that question to see if maybe it was just they got nervous about it or why they got nervous about it this and that but if they fail then you know there's obviously a reason that they were failing and if you don't if you don't pass the test you don't get the prize you're disqualified you don't right you don't get the prize now has that ever caused any conflict at the weigh-in um, well, last year, my polygraph guy that I've used every year actually had a stroke last year. So he didn't show up, and it was a big ordeal. We had to – actually, I had um, one of my church members, um, Buck Shaw, was there. He prayed with us. We got all the team captains together, prayed about it, and, you know, just had to trust everybody. It was an honor system last year, and some of the guys got away with – not following the rules. <laughs> Let's put it so, that way. So you would Some say some of them did get away. So you know, I, last year was a little, little I, testing. But um, I mean, some of these guys year, I think are, everything's gonna be better. I mean, we've been talking about this jailbirds, this newspaper with all the stinky leg information. Anyways, uh, so some of these guys would be kind of like pig thieves, maybe a hamburglar. <laughs> Is that yes, what you would say? <laughs> yes, I would say that. Well, now one last rule you got to tell us about Tara, because I'm 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 intrigued and troubled by this. Mm-hmm. You have a specific rule that says no fresh cut bar hogs. No fresh cut bar hogs. Now is that this is right. something that's been a problem? Um. Well, if they know that they've caught a big boar, and they have another big boar that is the same size or a little bit smaller, they could possibly cut one of them to a bar to try to win both categories. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we got it. Yeah. So yeah. that's what we say is fresh cut. You know, they, it can't just have been in surgery. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know, you can put lipstick on a pig, but. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Still not Picasso. <laughs> Well, Tara, it's going to be huge. Folks need to get on down there. I guess registration is probably closed. Registration is closed in 30 minutes. 
You got 30 minutes to get in there, folks. Get signed up. Get down there for the Wild Hog. And I, I want to thank you because the the federal government is on the, the heels of a uh, shutdown again. And on the heels of that, uh, you're having this federal swine roundup. So <laughs> national government shutting down, but the, the federal swine roundup still going. So, oh, I mean, it's going. Yeah. The news crew's supposed to be there <laughs> yeah, Sunday. Yeah, the, the news, the TV station. They heard about it on Alpha Pastor, I'm sure. So they, they did. So they're supposed to be there. And um, they actually wanted to go out with one of my teams and video them during the tournament. But when I'm competing, I don't want anybody just... No, right over my back, hovering, and no, then want to take that away from one on, of my teams. No, so, no. yeah. So <laughs> I told them we'd have to go a different time, but um, they will be there Sunday for weigh-in. Well, we'll look for that. There'll probably be a, a special feature on twenty twenty or something about the Roundhog Wild Hog Roundup, as featured mm-hmm. originally on Out to Pasture. On Out to Pasture, that's where it all started. All right, Tara. Well, good luck on Saturday. I hope you guys bring them home the bacon. All right. Well, thank you. And we'll see you guys soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, Matt, there you have it. <sighs> Bulls, boars, and pink eye. Oh, my. Only one way to finish it. Only one way to finish it. Jamie, <laughs> what do you call a pig with no legs? I give up. A groundhog. <laughs> Going all the way back to the beginning, folks. <laughs> and that that's, is how it's done. That's how it's done. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, folks, that's going to run us out of time for this week. We'll see you next week on Out to Pasture. It's KWRD 1470 and 98.5.